0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with Rich Klein today. This was ramblings that came after we talked about episode 1000, so this was in that same session. Thanks, Rich. Obviously, thanks, uh, listeners. Thanks, sponsors. Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Comsy.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading. Back at authentication. Rich and I get rolling and get rambling. Here is that. We bounce around after all it is ramblings. But uh, you know, beginning into the second thousand of episodes. So glad to do that with Rich and others. I've still got a little bit of a backlog, but always happy to get suggestions, working through them as I can. Some of them would be grouped together in listener question episodes, and some of them will be just a separate episode by itself. Thanks, everybody. Here's the ramblings with Rich, which I enjoy and I hope you do too. I think I'm getting worse at multitasking, a whole bunch of things at the same time. But I think my brain is less wired to multitask in this decade of life than it was in previous decades. Is that... I never imagine?
1: liked calling it multitasking. The last time I was on the job market, and thankfully, it did not last long. I'd have all these people asking me about multitasking, and I'd say, no, no, you can only still do one thing at a time, but you can have multi-responsibilities, which is also probably why you don't want to be CEO anymore, because you have to have, like, thousands of
0: different responsibilities. They think it's multitasking, but really, it's fast switching. If somebody texts me, if I were 40 years younger, I'd be responding to the text as I'm reading it, but I'm doing something else. I get the text and then I can't change to think about that. And I'm going to come back to it. If you're younger, it's, hey, w- why'd you blow me off? I texted you. And same thing with emails. My emails pile up. When I'm looking at cards and then somebody comes up, I have to stop looking at the cards to talk to the people. It's a discontinuity. But again, it's multitasking if you can go seamlessly between them.
1: When I'm doing my C work, when I'm my cards cards at see, I focus on the cards. I'll let the emails and the texts slide a while. I will not respond immediately. I want to focus on the primary task at hand. And then I will respond accordingly to emails and texts. Because if I start going back and forth, I'm not hyper-focused. And I like being hyper-focused.
0: It's not just that you like it. You can do it. And some people can't even do it. I can do it as well. I can stay focused. I have a long attention span. And that's why maybe I'm not as good at multitasking is when you're really locked in and you're in hyperdrive and then somebody interrupts you. It is an interruption, but it's a pleasant interruption. But you have to stop, get off your motorcycle or whatever it is when you're going full speed ahead and then engage with that thing. I don't even like talking on the phone while I'm driving. See, that really is multitasking. Otherwise, you're going to have to pull over and talk. Because if you are driving and talking on the phone, that's when accidents happen. I agree. Okay, push back from what I'm going to say here, because you're a dollar box guy too. When you're looking in the dollar box, you can find good cards of good players. You can find great cards of bad players. And you can find bad cards of great players and no cards of the greatest players. I'll accept that. that. Does that apply to vintage as well?
1: Obviously not in a dollar box, but you're not going to find Mickey Mantles probably in the value boxes of vintage cards. You might find the 65 Mantle World Series card or the 69 Mantle Checklist card, but you're not going to find a 60. It's been probably 30 years since I last saw a 62 Mantle in any sort of a value box of vintage. They're all going to be in the showcase because your Mickey Mantle in port of fair condition now is a $150 card. You will never see certain cards in the value box in Vintage.
0: But you could search certain players, say an 83 Kmart. You could find one in there that could be in a dollar box. But card number 318, 62 Tops. Good memory. A random in-action card. Action card number eight. People are not going to be fooled. Or even the 67 top checklist cards and things like that that have the little insert of players.
1: Those you might get because they could be marked or they could be creased. The value isn't so high. You might lesser,
0: get But it would be a lesser guy. wouldn't be male.
1: You might get the I maze and the mantle because those aren't as valued. You might even get a leader's card with a mantle or a maze on it or an Aaron on it. The 70s Aaron stuff you might get. But you're not going to get a 56 Aaron in a value box.
0: The corollary to this is that if you don't see any cards of a player, of a newer player, in a dollar box, that means the guy is a superstar. So I didn't see any Shohei Otani cards in the dollar boxes the whole week of the National. Okay, And I looked through a whole bunch of them, and zero, nada. Okay, That means he's in another level. I didn't see any Tom Brady cards, none. But Drew Brees, there's plenty of Drew Brees in there. Mike Trout is now available in the dollar box of some of his lesser cards. But Shohei, after having a big day right before, there was nothing in there.
1: Well, during the national show hey pitches a one hitter in game one and hits two homers in game two. If there was any in those boxes left by on Friday, they're probably all gone. Good point.
0: But people think dealers must be just combing through these dollar boxes and pulling things out. I don't think they do. I think they just put it in there. It's in there till it sells. And it's up to guys like you and me to go in there and say, hey, this has gone up or there's interest in this or this is a good deal now, because they just don't have time to price. Not just one dollar cards, but anything, even five dollar cards. They know it's not a ten or twenty dollar card. They just are not going to look it up. So if it's a three-dollar card or a five dollar card, it's not that they don't care. It's not worth the labor for them when they've got boxes in boxes.
1: Our friend Bill Salik, who you buy jersey cards from and maybe cheap autos from, everything Bill does is based on, we'll call it a money basis. He knows what he pays for the cards. He knows who he's going to pull out. He knows who's going to send to other places. And he knows that, let's call it his $5 bin. He knows what cards he wants to put in the $5 bin. And he doesn't care whether it's $3 or $8. It's the $5 bin.
0: Because he knows what he paid for it, for even that card. Plus, he pulled out some good cards. So he's not losing money on any card. Correct. Whereas I lose money on certain cards but I make it up on others because I can't do it that way. You've always talked about when you buy a group of cards and then you realize, oh my, this was a really good card. My problem is I'll buy three different groups of dollar box cards and I throw them all in the same box. I get home and I can't remember where did I get this one that was a little bit better than the others because I just don't remember who I got it from. Although I remember that generally who the people are I want to keep shopping with because they have good stuff.
1: Not to give our secrets away, one thing I know we talked about at the National was that I was buying some Tops TBT Throwback Thursday cards because yes, yeah, some of them are printed in big quantity. But when I bought them at the Singles Club, okay, I'm very happy with taking my chance at that price level. You oh, know, I, I, and I knew they were decent. Whether or not the pricing, I know there's a more limited supply on a lot of those cards than your base cards.
0: Right now, if they were numbered which many of them are not. I didn't see numbered versions of those to know to go for that. But there are color variations. And if I just haven't studied it, because Tops has a lot of color variations where one color variation is like one per pack. And then one of them is one per box. Then some of them are more difficult than that. I'm trying to find low supply cards. And those uh, TBT cards, they really looked interesting to me. But I'm not going to get the base. It's not a base in one sense, but I'd like to get the tougher variation of the color.
1: I'd love to get the tougher variation. If they make 1200 of the card, I'm perfectly happy with it as a $0.50 cent card if it's a better player.
0: A lot of them don't have a big print run. They looked cool. I really like. it. They them. are cool. And the other problem we have is, and this happened a lot, they had this huge run. You probably saw them at Panini Instant. And they're cards that are one of 500 or one of 300 but singles club has 50 of them, each guy. And you're thinking, now what's going on here? But they might still be tough. They just have a large quantity of them. And so when I see a large quantity of something in a singles box, I think maybe that's easier than I think it is. When in reality, maybe they bought a collection that had that corner.
1: Okay. A lot of people who buy those cards direct the tops now, the tops living, the Panini instant, they will buy, we'll call it 20 different runs. Because they may get a couple autograph cards and some numbered cards in that. And then they don't worry about the base cards. It's the same thing What's going on with unopened packs. They get their hit and they say, okay, I got my hit. It's a good card. All right, I don't need these base cards. And yes, there are base cards in Panini Instant, of which they make up 300 of.
0: (laughs) Which is really a good card. Trying to collect that player, then that's a good card. I don't have time to do it because I'm busy merging in what I bought. But at some point, I need to take a timeout and sharpen the saw, try to figure out what did I pass on that I shouldn't have passed on, and then look it up. And like we're saying, these throwbacks, uh, I need to figure out, did I mess up on that? What are the colors I need to get? Or uh, these Panini Instants, is it totally by the player? And these uh, Tops Now things, it, is it by the player? Or if it's an earlier number, there's no substitute for knowledge. By the way, it's not just me. Our
1: former Beckett teammate, Gabriel Haro, also bought a bunch of those TBT cards from the singles club.
0: And- I was sitting next to him. But you know what? When I'm sitting next to somebody, even somebody I know like Gabe, we're passing the time, and occasionally I'll show him something I picked out and vice versa. But it's a solitary thing. I'm not trying to think, hey, Gabe, if you see – I can't explain, hey, Gabe, if you see any of these, pull them out for me because he'd probably want them to and vice versa.
1: If somebody's looking, I tell them – Look, Harrison Bader went to my high school. If you see the Yankee card of him, just pull those out for me. It's not a matter of even being rude. We were talking about focus. You want to focus on the task in front of you. You want to maximize your time at the value boxes, and you want to be the best you can. There were a couple cards, and I really haven't even unpacked. You're much ahead of me on that. And there's a few cards I know I bought during the show that may or may not be tough cards. I said, I don't remember this photo. I just want to buy
0: it. And if I'm wrong, it's 50 cents or a dollar. Yeah, but if I bought something that's wrong, which I try to do that occasionally, then I will learn more from the mistake. That's why I should have gotten some of those TBTs, because if I would have brought them home, I would have realized, hey, these are good and these aren't.